Welcome to the Gooners podcast open mic post game show for uh, for the League Cup Arsenal Sunderland game. I'm 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 holding my neck because it's just been Brooke. <laughs> uh, what I've done, but apparently Kevin Campbell and I are no longer mates. I don't. I mean, is that bad? Is that a- well? I, th- I think it's pro- when you sort of start to question Kevin Campbell's credential uh, credentials and his and his Arsenal legacy. Um. I it's didn't. always going to get interesting. I didn't. You know I didn't. He knows mm. I didn't. And everyone mm. knows that I didn't. But anyway, uh, it's another victorious show. And, uh, and, and and the best part of it is that you're here. <laughs> I mean, Owen, um, you're, you're, you're in the place to be. You're, you, you're, you're surrounded by virus. <laughs> but you've, man- you've managed to maintain your, uh, you know, your, your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, my missus has has COVID, and my daughter had had COVID. I know we're demonetized for saying COVID, but we are you not allowed to say? I, I heard someone say that uh, yeah. on the last podcast. Wait, Canton always says the virus, you know, and has tested positive. Uh, he's very aware. <laughs> really? Well, you can't demonetize a show that doesn't monetize in the yeah, first place. Yeah. So, uh... But anyway, yeah, COVID talked one look at me and said, "Nah." Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not getting involved with that fucking dude, and yeah. it's obviously due to my fantastic levels of fitness and 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 you know healthy lifestyle that I that I live. It's it is all it, down it's, to that. It's it's the um the Guinness uh, that yeah. keeps it away. A Guinness <laughs> a Guinness a day a Guinness an hour keeps the the virus a wower. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we've got we've already got a, a good group of people in the uh, in the red room today. So we've 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 beaten Sunderland five uh, one. We thought it might be easy. It turned out to be easy. A uh, little dicey at the beginning, but uh, but Sunderland came to play football, and I'm not um, I'm not going to argue with them for that. I, I got mad respect for them to come to play football. Uh, so today we can talk about the starting eleven. We can talk about anything that you want. Really, this is. Oh, the supporters show. This is this is the show where where gooners get to 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 talk, to express themselves, and as we do on the open mic show, we like to start off with people who are breaking their duck on the gooners podcast. Uh, and in this case, we have someone from Tampa, Florida, uh, not far from where I will be eventually uh, residing, and uh, he's not breaking his podcasting duck. No. But he is breaking his duck on the Gooners podcast, and so welcome to the podcast, Mr. Tom Sable. Uh, congratulations on breaking your duck. Oh, that was a bit painful, but thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, you're in one piece though. So uh, now, is that a back? Is that a background or is that a background? Let it touch it, feel it, caress it. So that's that real. Should, that should look familiar. Ah. That, is the, that is the Charlie George. Charlie Charles Watts just sent that to me yesterday from your Gooners versus Cancer. So ah, nice plug. And and it's you know, people, it isn't just me asking people to donate money. People do actually win shit. Yes. So got our, you, what, over here, we got which our, is more special to you? The fact that that was signed by Charlie George or the fact that that was touched and caressed and and, and has the aroma of Charlie Watts? Well, it did smell of patchouli, so that was interesting. Um, I kind of enjoyed it. I, I had to sit down after I smelled it for a few minutes, but um, <laughs> it was good. Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean, not not only are you are you breaking your duck, uh, we have the one breaking your duck, but we also have this special piece of footage. 
Oh, which that looks painful too. Yeah. So you get that. So yes. Tom, um, you know, one thing we know about this game is that you were not cold while you were watching it because you're in Florida, but tell us a little bit about uh, oh, no. anything that you want to talk about. Oh no. I have a sweatshirt and sweatpants on. It was 60 degrees today. I was freezing at the pub. So that's 15 that's 15 for for you uh 60 non 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Yes. Yeah. That's summertime, man. Jesus. And and I am and I'm I'm that close to wearing under, uh long johns underneath. So well, that's what we do in you, Tampa. You keep so. your personal things personal. We don't we don't care about that. So yeah, Tom, it's a family show. About, do you want to talk about a player? Do you want to talk about the performance, the cup? I mean, it's it's up to you. First thing I want to talk about is what the hell just happened when he broke your neck. <laughs> that was that was painful. I know you weren't going in on him. I wasn't. All right. So so all right. So I was just I was just um, I was subbing for the man himself super kevin campbell until until kev got home and and joined the show my intent was to ask in the style of eddie niketia who scores 91 goals in the league cup and rarely scores otherwise were there any players in his day that that were you know big fish in little ponds and like to do the you know like to do the league cup thing and and his first response was we won the league cup and I, and i'm like i know that I do know that. I was asking about players, not him, that, that like rise to the occasion in those competitions and don't. And yeah. uh, everyone just went with it. So it yeah, went so. left quick. But I, I I know they weren't going in on him. But um, but he 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 definitely got uh, he got you speechless for a few moments. There. Well, you know, look, I I, I idolize the man, uh, and uh, and he's a, he's a good friend. So if he, uh, yeah. you know, I, I I have to text him afterwards. You know, and be like, you mm-hmm. up. Are we are we good? <laughs> we good. So well, Tom, we'll, we'll we'll get stuck into the football chat here, and and jo- Joshua Page <laughs> stuck into the chat there. Something that I was going to touch on normally, we would have a bit of back and forth ourselves before bringing in any guests, but um, our, our red room's a little crammed up right now, so we we'll jump straight in. So let's talk about that. I thought, uh, so, sorry, Joshua Page says, how confident are you with Cedric being back or back up right back uh, to Tommy and. Not only that, but I would say that in the opening 20 minutes, I've never seen a 5-1 um, win and still had quite a few concerns because yeah. for me throughout the entirety of that 19 minutes, players like Cedric, Rob Holding, Mohamed Nani, just defensively, just no shape, no no, no def- discipline or anything like that. Do people have a right, even though it was such a good win and obviously we can embrace that win and, and it was very good to advance in that competition, but... Was there cause for concern in that performance also? There is. First of all, 5-1 is a great victory. It was it when they scored theirs, that set some concern. We could have been up 3-4-0 at halftime. And going in at 2-1, I think is what we went in at. That was a little bit nerve-wracking. We were talking at the pub today in Tampa that um that we need a right back, uh, we need a backup for Tommy because Cedric is not the answer. I, I even half jokingly, but half seriously brought up the fact how well H- Hector's playing on loan right now, because I would rather see him as a disgruntled backup to Tommy than Cedric. Cedric offers almost nothing. I, I, I mean, I want him to do well, but he does not offer anything. He, he, he has moments, not even like games where he's brilliant. He has like five minutes where he's brilliant and then 45 minutes where he's poor. 
So no, we are not. That's a, that's a low point from our game today. And El Nenny, like you had mentioned, I was okay with Rob holding El Nenny. He almost made me wish for Jaka back in there. And I am not a big Jaka fan. And I'm not going to be the Jaka. I won't bring that anymore because he played all right when he did come in today. And he has had a few decent games recently. But I am, I'm not a big fan of Jaka's. And El Nenny was making me long for Jaka, which don't record that because that doesn't sound right. So, <laughs> but yeah, he, he was not good. El Nenny is, can you be even slower of mental ability when you're on the pitch than Jaka than El Nenny was. I don't know if you can be, he, he offers almost nothing going forward. He runs around a lot. He looks like he's very busy, but uh, if it wasn't for how well I think Emil Smith Rowe played and how well um, Odegaard was again, sublime with his, his touch and with, and, and because of the players who were on the pitch, I don't know whether or not, it looked as good as it normally looks because some of the plays, some of the passes that were going through were not connecting because I don't know if the players were accustomed to playing with Odegaard as good of a game as Pepe had. And uh, Kedia had a great game. Both those two could have been man of the match, depending on if, if one or the other didn't play, but I'm hoping that they are, they're showcasing, showcasing their wares for a, a, a departure. Yeah, I mean, Nketiah's contract is out in June, uh, at the end of June. So I, I I don't think that any – I don't think that scoring nine goals in, in the semifinal of the Carabao Cup will change things. I would like for someone to try to grab him in January rather Please. than lose him for nothing in, in June. Um, let's let's get your man of the match, and then we're going to move on. We're going to try to keep it to about four or five minutes a person tonight. So, Tom, who – I mean, who, who do you pick if you have to pick one? If I have to pick one – Simply because it was a hat trick, I'd go Enkedia, but I feel so bad for that left back when what Pepe did to him today. Um, Pepe, if it wasn't for the hat trick, Pepe would be the man of the match, but he is Javino 2.0. So um, I, I got to give it to Eddie. All right. So Eddie Nketiah gets a man of the match. Uh, Tom, hope you'll join us again. Congratulations on the, uh, on the kit. I think you've got another one coming your way, don't you? I believe I have the one who broke your neck. Yes, uh, you, you you have a Kevin Campbell kit coming up. Uh, be patient with the fulfillment of those. And it just goes to show you, you can win multiple stuff if you donate your ass off. And uh, and, and Tom has definitely done that with the support of the, the Gulf Coast Gooners. And uh, and we just we we love the, the interaction. It's great to see you here, mate. And that's and, what uh, this ugly facial hair is for. I've been I grew it out for November and I've just become accustomed to it now. I've raised well, well, yeah, yeah, answer yeah. as well. We'd love to see you back on, but please get rid of that first, okay? I will. I'll shave it off next time. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, Tom. Take care. Take care, guys. All right. Next, we are going to bring on a man. You know, Now, I was thinking in terms of like, okay, well, this person is like all the way across the world, so it must be some weird hour of the night. But it's actually like 11 in the morning or, or, or noon or something like that. It's lunchtime. But we're going to bring on Dylan from New Zealand. Dylan from hey, the Arsenal guys. New Zealand podcast. I've had the pleasure of being on. Uh, now, now you've had a lot of me today, haven't you? Yeah. Um, between bet between the pregame, on, on he doesn't seem happy on. about having a lot of you today. <laughs> I there, wouldn't that's... be happy I mean, about that. The amount of times I've yeah I've had you today. Well, that sounds bad when I say it, but um, <laughs> I am sore. And yeah, with what happened with uh, Kevin, I, I was going to say if we can get everyone watching today. We try and get it trending cancel magic mic <laughs> well that 
Yeah, well, but I, I don't want to be generic like that. I mean, if you're gonna can't, if you're gonna have Kev cancel me, then at least I went out in a blaze of glory. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not looking for the overall cancellation situation. But um, all right, so before we cancel your open mic appearance, what would you like to talk about today? Um, I don't know. Um, first, I should say if Denny's watching, uh, I thought I'd say I'm from I'm in Wellington, which is in China. <laughs> yeah, Pyong, Pyongyang not in China, uh, Wellington also not in China, uh, but uh, but yeah, you're you're New Zealish, right? Uh, yeah, um, and it's fine. It's good to come back on because I think last time it's been a while because uh, the timings have just been been off. Uh, like it's it's lunchtime here now, which is great. Um, well, where normally it's like I'm watching in bed at four o'clock in the morning, so. <laughs> I'm certainly Most not going to call you from bed. my from my bed. Yeah. So all right. So so speaking of having lunch, did Pepe have someone's lunch today? Did uh, did Niketi? I mean, I mean, how do you decide which of the two of them was was more valuable to the club's performance today? Um, I think, yeah, I don't know how that left back didn't get subbed off, uh, especially on a yellow card. Um, but. I think the goals are more important, obviously. Um, I think Pepe may have earned himself a cameo off the bench in the next game. Um, it's a bit hard to displace our front four in the Premier League at the moment. Um, but he's done enough for a cameo. Um, Eddie, I think it's come to the point we've probably lost him already. I don't think he's going to sign a new contract. So, you know, uh, just keep playing him in the League Cup and, and see what he can do for us, I guess. Do you, do you think that maybe, Dylan, the reason that we see these performances from Eddie and Caddy in the League Cup, I think uh, that's the competition he's obviously most prolific in, is because he's facing some of these teams that are sort of lower down the pecking order, um, and uh, potentially that's more, uh, slightly closer to his level. Do you think that it would be beneficial for him to maybe move to a lower tier Premier League team or, or, or a, a higher tier championship side? Uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see where he does go if he if he does in fact go, because um, he'll make a good Premier League striker, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard not to imagine him at Palace. Like, like, like I think he's better than he might be better than. Funny Edward. you say that because I actually thought today was a very like, Ian Wright esque performance from <laughs> from him. That, that you know that sharp movement in the box is that Wrighty was so prolific uh, for it, but. Uh, no, I, I'm not sure. Did you think that anybody within that starting eleven? Obviously, look, there was some some regular uh, first teamers in in, in that uh, starting eleven. But do you think that anybody stuck like stuck a claim in to to potentially get a spot at that game in Norwich on Boxing Day? Um, not really. Sorry, I'm going to take my camera off because my kids oh, good. have decided to crash the party. Um, yeah, apparently, uh, someone so. has asked if if Charlie Patino has just entered your room. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream, right? Is uh, yeah, I'm I'm putting. So, him you're, work, so what you're saying, in case you're listening, kids, is that you wish your children were Charlie Patino and not the actual children that you have. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, like my son will be there one day, hopefully, if I work him hard enough. Uh, <laughs> At least you didn't say if I ride him hard enough, because that was. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the answer to the question is. But no, I don't think anyone did enough. Because I don't think we can judge them against Sunderland. Um, you know, like I said, Pepe maybe earned to uh, call up to the bench uh, and actually, you know, deserves to maybe get on the pitch for the last 
15, 20 minutes, but I don't think you can really displace anyone from our current starting 11 based on their form. Um, and whoever is trying to get in needs to prove themselves across multiple games, mm-hmm. not just one game against Sunderland. I, you know, I have a hard time uh, arguing with that. I mean, the, the, this, I, I just, I think people want to take these, sometimes take these performances and just extrapolate those over other things. And you can't, I mean, we, we're in a good position right now. We've had health uh, and, and we've had the ability to keep, keep people out of the lineup who normally would be good enough to play in it. And, and long may that continue. We have a lot of fixture congestion in January though, especially with a two legged semifinal. Now uh, we've got games on the fifth, the ninth FA cup, the 12th Carabao cup, the 16th North London Derby. Uh, our January is just uh, filled up quite a bit. So we can talk about who, who might, you know, who might play in the semifinals with our next guest, but Dylan uh, go have lunch. Um, as long as it's not your kids. Um, but uh, it's always good to see you. Thanks for following the, the adventures of Magic Mike today and and uh, and all the various podcasts that I was on. And, uh, and I'm glad it was a winning Tuesday or maybe Wednesday where you are. <laughs> Thursday, I think. Thursday? What are you, two days ahead? How does that work? All right, mate. Thanks well, for joining us. It is Wednesday. Sorry. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> all right. Take care, bud. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So, Owen, are you ready for Daniel? Always ready for Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, who? You ready for Daniel Bailey from oh, Daniel yeah. Bailey TV? Because we're going to have him on, and we're going to find out what he thought about the game. And here we go, Daniel. Hey, what's going on? What's up, mate? <laughs> yeah, now, you have to you have to apologize about my dodgy camera angles. Um, it's uh, I'm on my phone, so. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, so it's it's very flattering, Daniel. It's it's flattering. <laughs> You look you look Honestly, ten times you look ten times better than I do. L- and, let me and, tell you, putting a blind man in front in charge of a camera is like putting Boris Johnson in charge of the country. So, <laughs> yeah, <just> a... <laughs> There's that Daniel Bailey sense of humor that I remember so much. All right, first of all, did you go tonight? I didn't go because uh COVID Oh, that's right. Same that. same reason you didn't go the other day. Yeah, same reason I didn't go to Leeds. Uh staying healthy for the family. Staying healthy for the family. Hey, my wife would kill me if I went and got COVID. Do you know what I mean? All right. Um, well, yeah, we don't forget, want... forget, forget COVID killing me. My wife would kill me. You know. No. <laughs> we don't want that. So I'm going to ask you for your for your you know for for any talking points you want to talk about. But let's 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 drill down on on uh, Balogun. Who and and now now I made fun of this, but apparently he does prefer Balogun because. The guy on the TV tonight was just Balagoon, Balagoon, Balagoon. And I've like never heard it pronounced like that, but apparently that is the Nigerian pronunciation for it. So I'm not mm-hmm. not pushing back on that. But but as far as his play is concerned, was this a missed opportunity or, or or is he I mean, what do we need to see from him? I think it was a missed opportunity, actually. I I don't think Balagan had the greatest of games. Um I think it's clear to see that the the team that we put out tonight, barring a few players, was pretty much our second string team. And you can see why they're not in and around the first team in terms of week in, week out for the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do, do you think, uh, Daniel, that... 
Do you think the, what's your thinking behind the reason that Eddie and Caddy is, seems to be getting so much game time from Mikel Arteta? You know, I know in hindsight it's easy to turn around and say it was a brilliant decision and it was a fantastic performance from Eddie, Eddie and Caddy. But you look at somebody like uh, Fowler and Balligan, who who's committed his future to the club, who really seems to be the next hot prospect around the club as well in that striking position, only to be jumped out to the left wing and Eddie and Caddy had to take that central striking position. What's your th- what do you think Arteta's thinking is behind that decision? I, I think Arteta thinks that if he plays Eddie and Ketia, that he's going to miraculously turn around and sign a contract. Um, I honestly do believe that. I think he's only playing him because he's trying to get him to sign a new contract and um, and Ketia doesn't want to sign a contract and I think he's, in Arteta's mind, he's thinking, well, if I play him, if I show faith in him, he's going to sign a contract, mm-hmm. which is completely against the reasons last season why he wasn't playing Balogun, because Balogun wouldn't sign that contract, and we were led to believe that Arteta wasn't playing Balogun until that contract was signed. Yeah. Do you, and, do you, and, do you, do you think that... Oh, sorry, not... I, was, I was just going to ask if, if Daniel thinks that's a wise decision to even try to get... Eddie and Kedda, you know, whilst he does perform well in these competitions in in the league uh, format, he he doesn't seem to flourish as well. Do you think that it would be beneficial to the club to get him nailed down, or or do you think maybe it's just time to to part ways with Eddie? I think it's time to part ways. I think and Ketia has had so many opportunities now to prove his worth, and it's all well and good doing it in the League Cup. You know, let, let's be honest here. We were playing. Sunderland, who yes, they 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 caused us some problems in the first half, but ultimately they're a League One side, so that I think he's had chances against Premier League opposition and and not really cut the mustard. So I think it's time just to cut ties with Enketia and try and get somebody else in. I mean, whether you think that he's good enough to play, you know, on a regular basis or not. It's unfortunate that we would lose him for nothing, and 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 so I, I mean, there there are some comments that I'm seeing now uh, from Mikel Arteta, and I'm sharing the screen now to show some of these. Um, despite being unable to offer him regular football, Arteta is hopefully can still convince Nketiah to stay at the Emirates beyond the end of his current campaign. I tell you, every day we want to keep Eddie. We see how he trains. That's what he does every day. He works so hard, puts the ball in the net every session. I'm really delighted with him. Every time we have needed him, he's always responded. We're trying to persuade him to stay. It's not about anything else but minutes. He wants game time. Um, asked if he was likely to rely on Nakedia more in the coming weeks with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang banished. Arteta added yes. Now that is a kind of a newsbreaker on two different fronts. Um, you know, on the on the Nakedia front and the Aubameyang front. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Arteta clearly is a fan of Niketia. Like it or not. Um, what, but my issue my issue is, and, and I've got several issues. Firstly, if we're trying to push into the top four, and, and yes, we're there at the moment, but you know, whether we can stay there, why are we putting all our eggs in in Anketia's basket when he's not done it for us before? And and I, I just it, it's I kind of like 
But my well, my, it, my, it, my problem with it is this here, and and maybe this is your thinking too, Daniel. Um, I know this is for the the listeners this show to come on and talk, but I'm gonna have my little monologue now. <laughs> is um my issue with Eddie and Kelly is that he uh, had what seemed like an ideal move to Crystal Palace um in, in in the summer, and that deal fell through because he couldn't agree personal terms with the club. He seems to have obviously rejected the contract offer from Arsenal as well. Um, and somebody's just put into the chat there, Daniel Shaw, saying that apparently he wants more money. And that's my issue, is that Eddie has yet to prove himself on any kind of um, real real competitive stage. You know, he's yet to put, put together a real consistent run and show exactly what he can do, yet he seems to be throwing out all these demands. And I'm just not sure whether... Look, this is obviously just speculation, but whether that's that's a very good look for the type of character maybe that he has, uh, yeah. and to play devil's advocate, it could potentially be his agent that is doing that. Obviously, so for me, I'm not sure whether we should be, you know, being strong armed by uh, a young player with uh, a minimal reputation um, over mass amounts of money. Yeah, yeah. For, for for me, it's not even about the money. It's just about that we have ambitions of getting into the top four and progressing as a team. And uh, without putting, without being too blunt about it, Eddie and Ketia is not going to get us to that next level. So the fact that Arteta is trying to sign, trying to get him to sign a contract, is a big red flag for me. Because why are you trying to sign a player that's clearly had so many opportunities? He's not going to take us to that next level you put him up against a world-class team he's gonna look average at best daniel you know, i, I daniel to... i'm gonna i'm gonna counteract that and then we're gonna we're, we're gonna have to move on to the next caller but uh, the reason you sign him to a contract is to preserve the ability to sell him in this case i you know and and whatever whatever arteta is saying about his ability to score goals and be part of this team going forward that's that's a value saving thing. I mean, I maybe he does believe that, but the the difference between what Arsenal's been doing with players over the last five years and what Liverpool and other teams have been doing with players is that we've let them go out of contract. I don't know what what would happen if we gave him a two, a three year contract at reasonable money and then sell him actively, in January. Tried, actively tried to sell him from that point. Um, and you might get 20 million, 25 million for him if he keeps doing this as opposed to getting nothing. Um, so I agree with you. I don't think he's the type of player that we need to be looking at as a future number nine for Arsenal if we want to be at the level that we want to be at. But I, from a contract management standpoint, I think unfortunately, uh, and this is a lot of, you know, a lot of his doing, we've, we've flubbed this. We should have extended him so that we would have the ability to sell him. So, um, so Daniel, tell us, give us, uh, again, where your, uh, where you can be found, where your, where your podcast is, and then we're going to move on. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm at Daniel Bailey TV. Uh, you, if, if you can all go over and follow that, I'd really appreciate it. Um, I've been a bit quiet of late cause family stuff's just taken over, but I should be back up and running properly for the, for in time for the Norwich game. So yeah, if, uh, if uh, you could all go and follow that, I'd really appreciate it. Beautiful, Daniel. Great to see you again. Um, hope your uh, your mate George is doing well as well. Please let him know hi if you talk to him soon. Yeah, uh, I will do. And uh, and and always good to see you on the pod, bud. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, Mike. Thanks, guys. Take cheers, care, Daniel. Man. All right. 
Joining us next, Owen from Silicon Valley. Where's that? Silicon Valley is the San Francisco, San Jose area where where people make tremendous amounts of money, and then they use that money to purchase displates to donate to Gunas versus Cancer, which in turn gets sent to, which in turn gets sent to Minnesota uh, to lucky winners. So Vivek. Thank you for uh, I was just saying, <laughs> thank you for uh, for joining us in the middle of the afternoon, three thirty p.m. where you are, and um, uh, it's another win, right? We're 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 through to the semifinals of the cup, so so let us know where you want to drive this. I think you're muted. You're muted and frozen. So Viva, yeah, Vivek, we can't hear you, bud. There we go. Try it again. No. It's- Audio was all off, bro. Yeah, but you got to <laughs> say something, though. <laughs> you there? Maybe he's I... like a, a really minimal mouth talker, you know, like movement in the mouth. All right, so so Vivek, we're gonna we're gonna yeah yeah come uh, come back in. All right, so now the one and only person who has hopefully better situations than uh, than Vivek. Uh, we're going to bring in Colin from Richmond. There he is. He's he's he's, he's pulling out his guns. Oh, I'm he's ready. Got, he's got he's got the skull cap on. It's it's Shabbos, uh, and and uh, he's ready to share his views with us. So uh, so Colin, how are you guys? I'm good. You you're is that where Tom Rosenham is from too? Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, I went down oh, to visit God. Tom the other week, and Colin vacated and came up to my neck. Oh yes, I remember. I was out of there. Yes. I'm currently in Southern California, actually now though. Back back home with the folks. For, you do uh, kind of have holidays. that SoCal. I, I mean, like, are you are you are you spying on uh, Soph at this point? Is that was that is that? What's <laughs> We're probably not too far away. Probably an hour or so. But Colin, see, see, we're jumping straight in here. <clears throat> Something I was thinking of earlier. <clears throat> Obviously, Man City have been knocked out of the the League Cup, um, and that's leaving. I think is it Brentford, Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool, Leicester. I think Liverpool, Leicester play tomorrow night or something. Yeah, it's, West West Ham's and West Ham's in there too. Yeah, um, do just you, name nine teams, and and there's five teams remaining. Yeah, but uh, look, some of them teams are in there, Mike. Okay, I've got. Uh, I've been beating around the head a lot in my lifetime. Anyway, Colin, uh, do you think that there's a very realistic chance that we could maybe look at this as an achievable target to pick up silverware in the League Cup? And how big do you think that could be uh, for the morale around the the Arsenal camp um, going in towards the end of the, end of the season? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure that this and the FA Cup are both right up there in terms of priority level uh, for Arteta. Um, he could definitely use another trophy or two um, if he is looking to get a contract extension um, coming up here, um, especially if he does not succeed in qualifying for Champions League. It's also going to make that even more important for him, I think. Um, And this team is, I'm sure, Arteta's looking at how young this squad is and... Um, trying to get this young team to experience some tournament runs, some cup mm-hmm. runs, um, is going to be really, really valuable for them. Um, and... do, do, do you think that this could potentially, maybe though, to, just to play a devil's advocate, that this competition could be almost like taking a kid into a sweet shop, you know, where uh, the real goal is to, to get top four and that that's where we should be really pushing all our efforts in? Do you think that this could be 
a slight distraction for what is um, a relatively limited squad, as you've seen from from this evening. Whilst people were mentioning Cedric was very good in an attacking sense, but I think there was uh, he left a lot to be desired in terms of defensive work. It was same with Anani. So, you know, if you're talking about like picking up injuries or, or or fixture congestion, do you think that this could potentially have the opposite effect that we were just talking about? It is possible especially with this season just because so much is unknown as to what the next month or two is going to look like in terms of how many fixtures are going to have to get uh, postponed all the ones that were postponed how they're going to be reinstituted and when Um, so it is so much of it's just up in the air you know right now Um, but if we can maintain a good level of fitness, not experience, you know, too many first team injuries. I could definitely see um, the team going far um, into this run and into the FA Cup run as well. Colin, the the, the semi final is a two legged affair, and we and while we don't know who it's going to be against yet, we know it's going to be another prem team. No, uh, so uh, just, just to interject, I don't think they're two legs anymore, Mike. I think no, they, they decided are. to get no. rid of that. No. I think no, they're getting no, they're getting they're getting rid of replays in the FA Cup. F- but they, FA Cup, okay. But the Carabao Cup is is still two legs, and the first leg is is in between the the City and Forest games in January. Um, you know, City being in the league, and then Forest in the FA Cup, and then the second leg is in between the Forest and and Spurs games. So it's really the second leg that kind of pops up there in a game where, where we should be, you know, hopefully getting ready for a big North London Derby away uh, on, on the Sunday. Um, whether we start a full-strength team against Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup or not is the other decision. I think that these games are actually ideally placed to be able to play fairly strong teams without too much damage. Um, would I rather play more of the more of the regular starting 11 in those two games and maybe a bit more of the team we saw today against Nottingham Forest? Yes. As, as important as the FA Cup is, if you, if you can't beat Nottingham Forest with the team that we showed up with today, uh, you know, then, then we probably should, you know, I, I just, I think we're okay. Cause then after that point, it's, it's a month or two before we have the, the, the final. Mm-hmm. So my, my my only worry is that uh, with hindsight, it could be a stick to beat Mikel Arteta with by people with a certain stance or agenda. Simply for you were talking about there the the Man City game and the Spurs game and and say for example he feels a strong side, which I would, which I would. But I'm just trying to to make a point here is that if if let's say Gabriel. The, sustain a bad injury in the league in a league cup game or Martin Rudegaard, someone who's really integral to our system, and then we went and dropped points against the Spuds or something like that, you know, and then we ended up losing out on a fourth place spot by by three points come the end of the season. Then people will be looking back on that saying, Well, why the hell are we putting so much into a competition that nobody really cares about anyway? If we lose the derby because of I mean well, no one can say whether it's because of or not, but if we lose mm-hmm. the derby having had injuries of, of of prime players in the game four days earlier, the second leg of the uh, of the semifinals, that could be obviously said. But I mean, you know, Colin, I mean, you know, you 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 go for every bit of, of, of silverware when you're Arsenal right now, don't you? 
Yeah, yeah, I think you do. I totally, you know, take the point. Um, and w something we do know about Arteta is traditionally he has been more on the conservative side of things. Um, so I don't see him being the type of guy that would go completely full strength um, if there's a if there's a Premier League game, especially if it's a North London derby, um, you know, two or three days later. Um, but these guys can play two games a week. Um, it is something that is possible and it's something that they've not really had to do much at all this season. Um, obviously a lot of that depends on the fitness levels, um, once we get into that period, but, you know, we could definitely be seeing guys like Gabriel and white and Ramsdale, um, party and Jacka, um, could see those guys, you know, playing, two games in a week um, and yeah. featuring in, in, in both. So a little less rotation, um, you know, fingers crossed, everyone stays healthy. Um, I think and, it's and, something that's doable. And don't forget about the AFCON because in January, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know exactly where it starts, but just as this fixture congestion with the, uh, with the league cup starts, we might be losing some of those players to the AFCON. So, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting, but as far as I'm concerned, those are good problems to have. And like David Ziegler mentioned, I mean, like if we were not necessarily in January with the Europa League, because Europe takes the pause in January and kind of comes back in February. But if we were, um, you know, if we can't complain about fixture congestion this year, no matter no, which, which I'm not literally, I'll make this clear. I'm literally bringing some of these questions up just for the sake of raising some points and, and getting discussion going, you know, I'm not bemoaning. I think, like you say, football's a game that injuries happen and you can't avoid them all the time. So, um, yeah, for me, I'd be going full tilt at, at, at every competition. And I think something that City have proven as well is that whilst they have the benefit of mass amounts of uh, quality in their squad uh, for depth, uh, the morale that the team get from from lifting silverware that early in the season just to push them on towards the end of the season is absolutely massive for me. So if anything, I think something that this game showed us is that maybe there should be a slight, because of the circumstances we find ourselves in, there should be more of an emphasis to go out and, and, and bolster the squad in January than maybe we originally planned because the opportunity that is there for fourth, the opportunity is there to pick up silverware along the way as well. So hopefully the yeah, Cronkies yeah. open up their pockets to try and push that forward. Let's do it, man. I mean, like, look, the more competitions you're in, the more players you need, the more reinforcements you need, and hopefully the, 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 the club sees that. Colin, at the Daily Bop, uh, you know, is, is is it a podcast? Is it a is it a blog? Is it a no? Nah, you just me, just the Twitter you, handle, which is wonderful. All right, mate, uh, we're gonna move on. Uh, enjoy Southern California, enjoy whatever holiday you celebrate, and uh, and thanks for joining us again. Thanks, guys. Pleasure as always. All right, mate. All right, let's see if the uh, if Vivek is back. Oh, yes. here's some things. Test. Yes, Test, you are in. You are in. You're in the pod. So, Vivek, what was it that you were saying ten minutes ago that none of us could hear? I was here on behalf on behalf of Casey Brogdinet. I'm gonna Brogdinet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. We love you, Mike. Have you ever, have you ever been in a like like if you ever been in a relationship? Oh, and I'm gonna tell you this right now. Um, sometimes you don't even know what you did wrong, but mm -hmm. You have to apologize for it. And mm -hmm. I'm going to do that 
when you know when I get off the show, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna FaceTime Kevin. He will decline. He'll he'll decline the FaceTime. It's a bit of an aggressive move. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he'll decline it. I will then text him, and then five days from now, he'll get back to me and say, uh, "No, I was just kidding." I hope I you know I I love. Yeah, he's gonna leave you on red. Yeah. You're gonna well, send you two blue I got my yellow card, and I don't know what I did, but hey, you know what? I've got four more yellows before I get accumulation, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep being me. So, so, I, I think yeah. with our editorial skills, um, we should make an apology video um, with some romantic back and track music. Actually, that is a hilarious <laughs> idea. I might work yeah. on that tonight. Yeah, um, I'll give I, I'd, like to, I'd like to apologize for whatever I did that, that harmed. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I, I'm going to do that. Uh, but yeah, just joking anyway. Uh, there, there were a couple of things that I wanted to discuss today. Uh, first being the situation on the right back. He did a fine job, Cedric. It wasn't terrible, but was it Premier League level? Uh, there was a slight discussion before Kev uh, hopped off. Uh, like, we need a Nuno Tavares or Tavares, whatever you want to call him as for a right-back situation. But one thing is certain, like, if we get that backup in January, like, even on loan uh, to maybe something, look something in summer, then in that case, there is some serious chance we'll have uh, to push for top four and a cup win with a top four finish, that would be icing on the cake for Mikel Arteta in his second year. So that that gives us chance to uh, get in some experienced players, uh, talk to maybe likes of Dusan Vlaovic, uh, whatever we are targeting probably in summer. Uh, gosh, all I've, all I've heard about Vlahovic, by the way, I, I realized this after the fact, but when I was in uh, Italy right before the Rona, the, the Rona hit in, um, uh, I saw a game in, Flor in in Florence against Roma, and I was all preoccupied with is is Nicetia going to play? I mean, not Nicetia, uh, Mkhitaryan going to play? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize that this Dusan Vlahovic played ninety minutes of of you know he didn't score, but like he was already on that team. I, I, I must be the I, I must be the only player. I, I, I must be. Play? I was just going to say I must be the only Arsenal fan that doesn't want him. He I would like him if he that had he any want interest in joining us. But yeah. like, 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 like the only way we sign him is if we pay a tremendous amount of money and kidnap him. Or find nudes. Yeah, I mean, like, 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 like he doesn't want to come here. So let's just move on to. That's not saying the likes of Dusan Vlahovic. Yeah. Doesn't has to the be Dusan. Yeah, the likes of Dusan Vlahovic. Vivek, do you think that, see, we were talking about Cedric there, you touched on that. Do you think that something that I've always sort of been concerned about is that he almost seems to be the type of character that is content to sit as as second choice or third choice right back? That oh, he... Absolutely. He's, he's one of those guys, as we say in, uh, let's just, let me just put it in tech word, just sitting and getting salary of doing nothing. If you mm -hmm. watch Silicon Valley, big head, the mm -hmm. guy just sat on the roof, was collecting salary, whatever it is, and that's what he's kind of doing at this moment because he's edging closer to his 30s. Uh, next big thing would be for him to just come to MLS or maybe go to Syria or whatever it is. This is his last big contract. He's not getting in any bigger team. Who, who are we talking about? This. Cedric. Cedric. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, because I because I agree with you hundred percent. He was very good in an in, in an attacking sense, but I made the point about um the penalty that Ben White conceded um against Leeds, and and it was that 
he was left extremely isolated from uh, the position that Cedric took up. Uh, and and for me, Cedric picked up almost where he left off in terms of that. And again, right. I'll get I'll give him eight or nine out of ten for his attacking work. But Jesus, when you talk about defensive work, defensive capability, just, defensive nose, it, it was just it, it was it, woeful. It's non-existent. And there's two things that uh, kind of evolve into the next part that I want to discuss was. Uh, People were blaming Ben White uh, since he wasn't able or he couldn't clear the ball off the line or uh, do that. I wouldn't want him to do that and get injured at the very end or mm-hmm. uh, during the fix. Well, that's exactly, anyway. that's exactly what we talked about. I'm like, I'm like, I think he could have gotten there, but it looked like he didn't really give his all. And 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 it was almost understandable because he because he probably like there was this flash of this is to preserve a clean sheet in a game that we're gonna win easily against a team. You yeah. know, like 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 what if I bust my hamstring or my calf in this situation exactly so i do think he could have gotten there though but he didn't you, you definitely could have i i yeah well i could have gotten there if i was there from the day before <laughs> sitting there in a chair that broke you would have got an uber <laughs> i would have been on the, i would have i would have been on the left side of the goal and i would have taken an uber to the middle of the goal to sweep that out yeah okay. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, getting back onto that. So if, if uh, you recap, just a couple of seconds before that happened, Cedric was down in the middle and then El Neni lost the ball due to a mistimed tackle. The guy was able to go through the midfield, pass the ball on our uh, right back where Cedric was not available. That if it would have been Tomiyasu, he would have been with the person over there. Cedric took time to come back. That gave him the extra time to run past and then put in the ball over there. And uh, yeah, we are blaming Ben White for uh, something that uh, could have been avoided if only Cedric's position would have been right. So mm-hmm. uh, he did a nice job linking with Pepe. So yeah, seven-ish for me. But uh, on de- if I have to combine the entire game for that defensive side and uh, just because of one goal, six and a half that that's what i would give and that is the reason that i want to discuss like we need someone in shangri to cover for tomiyasu to actually make that push for top four if let me ask ask you this before we go to michael for our final uh our final open micer anyone in mind for that position i mean you know let's let's put your goddamn money where your mouth is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you, you seem to know what's best for the club so you just got called out son yeah so if we all wanted max adams he, he's not doing that great right now so even on loan max adams just for the couple of months i would take that tyreek lamptey maybe lamptey uh i mean these are the you know these are the the twitter names i mean you know what i love about the game is that no one knows i mean no one on Twitter was talking about Tomiyasu. Yes. I mean, and and if they were, they would have gotten their asses kicked <laughs> by a bunch of goddamn. Same like Arsene who or Tomiyasu who? So maybe right. I mean, I mean like, maybe there's some dude at like Valladolid right now or whatever that, <laughs> that that you know we could ask Tom Canton about that. Uh, that that would that would be good at that situation. So, I mean, <laughs> I just I just. We, we we ought to bring somebody in for that spot, and I think we've seen enough of Cedric. And we've seen enough of Bellerin. Who isn't Bellerin on loan? Like, isn't he yeah. still an Arsenal player? All right, well, bring get him back. Rid, get rid. Bring somebody in to to fight with Tommy Asu for that starting spot. 
Um, bringing Lee Dixon, as far as I'm concerned, he's, he's got a new knee, and uh, and we'll be good. So, so Vivek, always good to see you, my friend. Thank you so much for uh, for being a part of Gooners versus Cancer, for fulfilling your 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 prize, which went to Kelly in in Minnesota. Uh, your support is is appreciated, and uh, so. I'm I'm putting in my name for that jersey as well. I'm hey, excited. yeah, I mean we're going to talk about that towards the end here, but uh, you know there's there's always something that 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 is going to cause you to want to give money to Gunners versus Cancer, and I think we may have come up with the the greatest possible thing right now. But be back. Good to see you, my friend. Take care. You guys, take care. All right. Happy holidays. You too. You too. All right. Michael's been waiting for ever. Oh, he's in his car too. Shoot, man. I hope you haven't gotten a ticket. <laughs> nah, I've not gotten a ticket. I got. I mean, all right. So, Michael, where are you calling from? Houston. <clears throat> all right, Houston, Texas. In yes, his uh, car, it looks like a nice big car. Unlike, it's not a Datsun. It's a small car. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you, you, you have been. You have. I mean, there's always going to be one person who who's who's there at the beginning and and stays till the end. And Michael, I'm, I apologize that it was you. Uh, I'm opening the mic to you uh, for whatever you want to talk about, my friend. Yeah. Um, good evening to you guys and happy holiday. Um, what is very, um, should I say, good display with a little bit of, <clears throat> you know, roughness around the edges, if you ask me, from um, what I would like to call our second string team. Um, even though some of them have been on the fringes of like, you know, the first team for a couple times or whatever, but it was it was like an audition and some of them passed and some of them not so much. And do you remember, my, Michael? Do you? I mean, do you go as far back as to remember the 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 League Cup? You know, at the time, I think it was Carlin Cup squads uh -huh. of Carlin of two thousand and eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. yeah, where like Danielson was the most experienced player on the pitch. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so how do you? I mean, this is a different story. These are senior players who don't get a chance versus players that most people had never heard of getting their first opportunities i mean right that's, that's a good thing right it is a good thing it, it is it is a good thing i mean um for the most part i was happy because you know i'd been clamoring for you know for rotation in the squad even though they hadn't been like a very good time to do it you know but i've been clamoring for it simply because we play just technically once a week you know, and to keep players happy, you have to give them chances. You know, you have to at least let them be involved in the team at some point. So I was happy for the likes of Bern Leno, um, Odin. Tavares has been playing, so they don't have to complain. Cedric, even though is probably not meant to be called Cedric because I don't know what he does, but yeah. Cedric. <laughs> because it's not understanding, right? I mean, that's... Uh -huh. did, did, Michael, did you see? Um, I just thought with the introduction of some of the substitutes, uh, mainly Granachaka, I would say, uh, you know, for all his flaws, I think that the introduction of Granachaka, Gabriel coming in, playing alongside mm -hmm. some of these second string players, as you said, that we, we yeah. would call them, do you think that the discrepancies in, in quality between 
are solidified starting 11 players and those second string team players like i thought granite jack had come on and i think he looked absolutely fantastic in terms of the way mm -hmm. that he was moving the ball his composure do yeah. you think that this again just emphasizes just how lucky we are and how how well our uh how well we've done our business to bring in some of these players that many of us thought or sorry that have exceeded many of our expectations I mean, it does that, and to be fair, this is probably going to be the first season in a long while where we've said the business we've done in the transfer window has been good. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys should be able to back me up on that, you know, where you say... How, how okay, many other teams, and I saw this on Twitter, so I'm not claiming this, how many other teams yeah. bought five to six players this summer, and they're and all, all on the first team? Mm -hmm. Yes. All of them have been good. All of them have been in Other the than Nuno, maybe. Tavares, and let's just say Lokonga, you know? Yeah. So they've all been good. They've all established themselves as being able to play in the Premier League, which we all dread and say, oh, new players can't play in the Premier League. You know, we're still waiting on the um, apology from the Sky Spot guy. <laughs> Tomiyasu. Has there know, ever been a worse take than that <laughs> i mean i'm still waiting but that that dude is it definitely needs to apologize you know so but there's there's a big discrepancy you know in the first team and the second team you could see the difference in the first half and the second half when shaka came on you could see that the ball, ball started moving faster you know started going to the wings faster pepe started to express himself more and stuff like that. And with El Nani, you could you didn't see that, you know. So when these people, you know, clamor for being in the team, this is like their audition. And if they don't pass it, you know, they don't pass it. So that even though they try to play free-flowing football, which I know, you know, you perfect your skill over time, right? But you know, you could see at some point that these people, you know, were not like um what we're used to seeing you know yeah, like what yeah. what we're used to watching every every week but it was a good it was a good display it was a good way to shut them out of the sunderland manager you know telling us that we were not a big team you know <laughs> so all, all in all it was a good day to be a gooner and charlie partino scored so <laughs> what else can i ask for yeah partino <laughs> i mean i mean i don't want to say that he's a fetus He's a he's he's a fetus with I mean he's got the acne and everything I mean like 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 right but he is I mean I, I, he I've is got, Terry I've Henry got, he, he's he's what Terry Henry aspires to be at this point I think I mean and I, don't think, asking, I, I think sorry for cutting you short but I think is the next best thing we've seen out of the academy since Jack Wilshere and well, that might be going too far but you know. And, and you know what's nice? You know what's nice compared uh -huh. to when compared to when Jack Wilshire broke through, we yeah. don't have to rush these guys at all right now. We don't. And we and, don't. and really, we ought to get out of the habit of thinking that we do. Like like mm -hmm. Patino might not feature regularly for Arsenal for two more years, and I've got no mm -hmm. problem with that as long as they handle him the right way in the meantime. So I mean, Polari Balogun showed that today. You know. We've all been seeing clips of him in the under-23 team, and we're like, oh, no, this guy needs to come take on the best defenders in the Premier League. But he couldn't do it against the League One team today. And, no. you know, you could call that, you know, jitters. You could say, oh, 
maybe he was afraid of the big stage or whatever, but it still shows that even though we think they're ready, you know, we don't know more than the coaches that see them week in, week out. So, some people some people can regularly win chess when they're playing against, you know, lazy chess players online. Right. But when they go up against grandmasters, all of a sudden they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. chess? Football's the same way. I don't play chess. I was. I just, don't know. I was going to say I took you for more of a snakes and matters kind of game. I, I'm just a king. I'm the I'm the king of the analogies because you can't spell analogies without anal. Well, uh, well look. So. Uh, what I would say around the Charlie Patino situation, if there's one man's advice that I'm going to take on, on after London, how to handle young men, it's it's yours, Mike. So I'm going to say that I'll take a backseat. Take your advice on this. <laughs> You're going to take a backseat. All right. Yeah. All right, Michael. Thank you for joining us. We got. <laughs> We got yeah. one, one, one more thing. Of... One more thing. Sorry. Yes, Mike. Yeah, I heard that we. It's possible that it's gonna be a one leg um, semifinal. You know, I. It is not at this point, and I'm Official. shocked if they change that. I frankly uh -huh. would like that, but I. But but how are they gonna decide who? The, I guess they'll do it through the draw. Through the home yeah, I mean, because of COVID and you know the matches that they postponed they, and all they, of that. They yeah. they have changed the third and fourth round of the FA Cup to be one to, to have no replays. Okay. But I have not heard yet that the that the League Cup is going to change. And 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 yeah. as of right now on Arsenal's schedule, there is a game on January fifth and January twelfth. It's it's murmurings at this point. I think that if 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 that okay. happens, if that happens, especially if the game gets played on the fifth and not the twelfth. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that because that gives us more time to recover in, in advance of the Derby. And look, you know, two legs doesn't make any sense other than the, I mean they they should either play one leg at Wembley, uh -huh. or 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 not at all. And 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 we'll see what happens. But uh, but Michael, yeah. if that ends up happening, you have broken the news, just like I've broken my <laughs> neck. Here first, <laughs> you heard it here first in in Houston. Michael, thanks for joining us, man. I hope to see you again in the Thank future. Thank you, guys. All Cheers. right. All right. Oh, what did I just do? <clears throat> All right, we're going to have Saeed on. Saeed, join us late. We're going to have him on for two minutes because we, we said we'd be done with Michael. Uh, we got a hard stop at the top of the hour. So, Saeed, uh, you finished us off last time. You're finishing us off again today. I, I mean, you're the, I love I know, you know, you're, you're finishing us off is, is kind of – that means something else in, in you know, uh, where I'm from. <laughs> Magic Mike, I like that. All right, Saeed, uh, get out everything that you can. In two, this, is, this is what my wife tells me. Get out everything you can in two minutes because then we got to go. <laughs> sure, I feel it. Yeah, it should, it should be quick. Um, I'm just I'm just calling to say I'm excited about the results. I, I did watch the game, and I think we, we did play well. The the good thing for me is um, how I see, like, the squad building up. Like, we've had a huge transition. We've moved players on. And then to see, like, the squad that we have with the youthfulness and even the second stream team like seem to know what they're doing like you could tell that they're, they're closing down today wasn't as you would see with the first team but you could still see they're trying to close down and i like odegaard being in the team and you could tell he's waving the guys to try and get them to move forward and close down so i i, I think people have been saying at some point like they couldn't see like a game plan and they didn't know what he was doing but you can tell like the even the second stream team like is trying to pick something up and they all look like they're, they they know what they're doing so go Gunners, man we're, we're doing well and hopefully more more to come it's, it's good times man and um remind me where you're calling from saying georgia georgia. Georgia. Yeah, uh, georgia georgia where nobody has anything on their walls 
Um, <laughs> that, that, you know, um, all right. So, Owen, anything for Sayid before we go? No, pleasure as always. All right. Well, Sayid, I appreciate it, man. You, you finished us off twice in a row. Um, here's what we're going to do last week. Um, or not last week, but after the after the last game, I uh, I kind of went through a, a summary of stupid videos afterwards. Kind of, I don't think anyone stuck around for it, but we're gonna do this now. We're gonna finish off the video with uh, with with the game day vlog of 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 Owen and I. See, the- see, just before you jump to that, Saeed, because we had to cut you short. The next open mic show, you, you're jumping straight to the top of the queue, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Well, if, okay. if 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 you come in before the fifty third minute, then we'll have you on right away. I mean, <laughs> you know. We'll be we'll be we'll be there. All right. So uh, so so we're gonna finish off. All right. We're gonna finish off with two things. It's gonna be it's gonna be a video about the Arsenal jersey that we have for sale, and then the Aston Villa game day vlog, which was one of uh, one of Owen and my favorite days in our history. Uh, stick around if you wish. Otherwise, you don't have to. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, go to Gunnar's V cancer, please. Saeed, uh, if you will do this, that would be great. If you'll spread the word, if you have already donated, if you're completely, uh, you know, tapped out on money, we get it. If you, if you can't donate, please help spread the word because we are trying to get as much uh, information out as we can about this amazing prize. But by donating $25 to Gunnar's versus cancer, you can get uh, the most amazing piece of Arsenal memorabilia in history ever in the history of Arsenal Football Club, which, as we all know, is a 500-year history. So uh, so we're going to play a video about that, and then we'll play you out with the uh, with the Aston Villa game. So, Owen, thanks for joining me. It's always, run, always fun to uh, talk over you. Yeah, always a pleasure to be talked over. And Saeed, and to everyone else that joined us, GoonerOpenMic.com. Uh, we're going to do the, the the next game is, what, Boxing Day? And uh, just just follow us because this is, this is a fun thing that we like to do after games. So come on, you Gooners, and please go to Gooners v. Cancer for this. <laughs>
Oh, hey, you finally made it to my house. <laughs> What's up, brother? Oh, I had to big time you by walking yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I was like, where the fuck is this guy? He's fucking... Second time I've had a Guinness in in honor of uh, of Ewan. Oh, sorry, smoking, uh, shit, right? <laughs> Demonetize. This is for my personal use. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Good. We can update. We can update the sausage sucking photo then. Magic Mark, Magic, Magic Ashley. It's a packed house today. We've got some luminaries from various uh, journalistic and podcastalistic and uh, and publicistic uh, adventures. But what do you think we're going to do tonight? I feel like it's gonna be a tough game. I feel like maybe two one for the Arsenal tonight. So a tough game is us winning 2-1? Because lately, lately, lately an easy game is us drawing 2-2. Lacazette, so. Lacazette tonight, Lacazette break the goals. And, and will he be coming off the bench or will he start? He'll be starting tonight. Right. He's got to start tonight. What do you think? Depends on Martinez. Depends on Martinez. Reading fans, love Martinez. This game should have nothing to do with Martinez. <laughs> but, <laughs> speaking of which, will he get... Booze, cheers, or neither? Indifferent. I feel indifferent. I think if he didn't talk so much shit about Arsenal, we'd get a good reception. Like, talk so much, I'd indifferent. He's getting booed tonight. Oh, okay. And it's going to be me, you mother... No. <laughs> All right. Signing off. See you later. I thought you loved me, Jared, but apparently this motherfucker, 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 motherfucker. What's your name? What's your name, son? Jared's in the hizzle. Well, he's not in the hizzle. He wishes to do it in the hizzle. Uh, hold on. Uh, tell him I said hello, great guy. Hello. Hello, Jared. <laughs>
John's got a shirt on today. I want you to see the shirt. Look at that. Oh. Love it. Tony Smith. Had the roll up. And then um, and he's gonna he's uh points up. Oh no, I'm not one of the I'm going to get myself into trouble. I'm getting myself into trouble so he can help me out tonight. Yeah, we still want your police help. Where are you gonna come round? Charlie! What do you think of that half? Who scored? We're winning, we're winning, we're doing alright boys. Was that the way that you thought Partez's first goal would be? Um, Far <laughs> after me. Lee judges is a weapon. Sucked. He sucked. He sucked. 
I could have I could have scored a goal past that motherfucker. No, I thought. He's got a strong left. He's got a strong left one. Did we win? We won. Chairman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 <laughs>